0: Hello, and welcome to IRI Growth Insights Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about bakery, um, mostly Perimeter Bakery and the baking aisle. What I love about this is that Perimeter Bakery is back. You know, at the outset of the pandemic, we had a lot of scratch cooking, and home baking really peaked. There was so much social chatter about sourdough starters, it got to be a little much. Um, Yeast was being sold on the black market, for example. Things have definitely settled down, but we still love our baked goods. And the bakery aisle, you know, which is the breads and the rolls, that has been a mainstay with us throughout the pandemic. And things have always held pretty steady there. So today I've invited Melissa Altabelli, Principal Client Insights with IRI's Bakery Vertical, to share some insights into what's hot with baked goods, both in the perimeter and in the center store bakery aisle. Welcome, Melissa.
1: Thank you, Joan. I'm excited to be here.
0: Great. You've got so much great insight and knowledge. Um, I know I'm going to learn a lot from you today. And I want to start out by asking about inflation, which is definitely such a hot topic. You know, we've seen inflation up across the store. Consumers are looking for deals. They might even be shopping multiple stores to find the best deals. Um, they're trading down. But what does that look like for bakery?
1: Yeah, good question. And yes, it is being felt by everybody. Um, The good news for bakery is it's really a a department that's outperforming any other department in the store right now. Um, I think the big theme for both center and perimeter bakery is really the comparison to eating at home versus eating out of home. Uh, With inflation, as you know, people are cutting back on a lot of things, including going out. And what I found interesting was the inflation is actually impacting at home more than out of home from a growth perspective or a, or a price increase perspective. However, if you look at the per occasion cost, it's still... Um, at home is still far more uh, economical than out of home. So three times the rate. So people are making the choices to eat at home still um, because of inflation, not as so much driven by pandemic anymore, but making those trade-offs for a muffin at home, for example, versus going to Starbucks or a sandwich at home versus going to Jason's Deli. That's really a theme of what we're seeing in both perimeter and center store.
0: So do you think that that's changing what people are purchasing in either perimeter or center sto- center aisle? You know, for example, I if I'm thinking about this, maybe I would go to the perimeter to up my game a little bit for a meal at home. Or maybe I would go to the center store simply because I'm consuming more of the meals at home. So think of like sandwiches or breakfast or something yep. like that. So tell me a little bit more about how that's influencing what people are buying.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right, Joan. There's still a lot of meals at home where breads and buns and rolls, then hamburgers and hot dogs, as well as tortillas are are faring well. There's a lot of use cases for those products. Um, In the perimeter, you have people that are wanting to buy more uh, premium breads and rolls because they're not going out to dinner, but they're still having gatherings at home now more so than before. And they want to have that unique, Um, experience that they couldn't get at the restaurant. Um, A big uh, department that's doing very well in both center store and aisle is morning bakery. Um, People are making those trade offs, as I mentioned previously, versus going out and getting a coffee and a muffin or a donut. Um, They're really buying those those morning bakery products like donuts and muffins and pastries at the store and having that experience at home. Or at a gathering, think about people traveling more now and VRBO and Airbnb, and they're having these family gatherings and they want to have a nice breakfast and something ready for their company or their family. So we're seeing a lot of growth um, in that morning bakery department.
0: I love the idea of the morning bakery. You know, as more people are working from home, to your point, those are the people who used to go to the drive through or stop at the coffee shop. Do you see any? generational preferences about what maybe younger people versus, you know, I'm thinking Gen Z or millennials versus boomers might be looking for for that morning day part?
1: So that's a great question, Joan. And we are seeing some interesting trends. So within Morning Bakery, for example, we're not seeing a lot of growth with pastry, Danish coffee cake type items. I think there's a couple of reasons for that. Those tend to generally tend to skew older, um, but also there's not a lot of uniqueness in those products. If you look at them in comparison to donuts or muffins or some of the other products that have unique flavors and confetti and um, all of those unique things that are really drawing people in because of the experience. Um, So I think that's a reason that that's happening. And then you also have the, the younger consumer we know are really looking for things like um, natural, um, better for you, ingredients, unique experiences, like I mentioned, fun flavors, sustainability, some of those things really resonate. So the more that uh, manufacturers can tout those messages, they're going to appeal more to younger folks.
0: Yeah, um, younger. I definitely see that I, you know, I see that younger people are far more adventurous in what they're looking for. And you don't have to look far to see how in-store bakeries have really picked up on that that point of differentiation or that experience with some of those super interesting donut um varieties that you mentioned you know bacon on top and you know just crazy because they're all coming from donut shops and donut shops really didn't exist at the at the outside of the pandemic you know everything kind of went um went down so that's Very a really
1: great point, Joan, because there are so many unique flavors and varietals happening outside of the store that I think manufacturers could really capitalize on in the store. We're not seeing nearly as much fun and variety. Um, even think of colored bagels at a New York bagel shop. You don't see colored bagels in the center store aisle. Um, You don't see a, a cereal flavored bagel. There's a lot of unique um, experiences that I think manufacturers could really Um, dig into uh, to appeal to these folks that we don't see happening outside of the store.
0: Or even partnerships, you know, why not establish some partnerships? So the onus is on the, you know, the provider to come up with the unique and stuff. If you know that, I mean, to me, I just think the grocery is a great, a great vendor, whether or not it's the store brand, store made or coming from a vendor. But Melissa, that kind of brings up another point, and that is we've been changing how we shop. And you know, of course, I I think I keep going back to perimeter a little bit, maybe too much in this conversation, because that's not fair to center store. But where we're shopping has changed. You know, the traditional grocery, where I think perimeter baking could really be a point of differentiation, is not it's it's losing share, frankly, to club, for example, or mass. Um, So can you tell us a little bit about what you're seeing in terms of the impact that's having on bakery products?
1: Sure. And yes, that is true. Grocery is losing share both on the perimeter and aisle bakery departments. Um, The channels that are growing are club. And I really think that's a point of um, choice for celebrations, if you think about it, club and being able to get a cake made how you want it. Um, is a point of differentiation. And then they just have um, higher quality goods from a bakery perspective. And then you also have e-com, where the majority of sales are coming from breads and rolls. But the largest growth, albeit they're small segments in e still, is really donuts and pastries. You think about it, people want what they want when they want it. Um, and we're seeing a lot more growth from those, those specialty products.
0: That's interesting. So is that like a fast e-com? Or, you know, would that be kind of like the DoorDash version of e-com for those, you know, donuts and pastries? Or is so that
1: it. Instacart Shift, you can get what you want when you want it. There's no requirement. You don't have to buy a huge pantry load of products. So if somebody wants something, um, they're able to get it when they want it. So I okay. think that's why we're seeing growth in those those segments. And then also people are wanting to treat themselves, um, indulgences, uh, make myself happy, uh, reward myself for a tough day. And I think that's why we're seeing that as well.
0: You know, again, I keep leaning on that perimeter bakery, but I think perimeter bakeries do a great job of of, um, permissible indulgence, if you will. You know, you mentioned some healthier attributes that younger shoppers are looking for. And I just see like the like making smaller bites and bars and mini, mini cupcakes and things like, to me, that just makes it easier to have a celebration anytime.
1: That's exactly right. And the smaller products and they're permissible because you're not eating a whole muffin, for example, you're having the the mini muffin or the smaller cookies. Um, And then also the variety, variety is a big win in that section too, because you can get multiple flavors of cookies in one pack, you can get multiple flavors of muffins in one pack. So it's really what um, anybody in the room wants, they'll have something that they want versus versus you don't see as much as, of that in the um, center store. I think that's a big opportunity.
0: So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, inflation and the increasing meals at home and the role that the that baked goods play in the meal. Um, you know, ob- the obvious one would be would be lunches. But when you mentioned the uptick in breakfast. But what are some other opportunities to make bakery part of the meal planning?
1: I think it's reminding of the other occasions. So if somebody's in there shopping and they're getting some premium artisan breads from the perimeter section, it's reminding people that hey, don't forget about dessert. Um, because if you're if you're gathering for a party or having people at home, you have to accomplish both the meal and typically the dessert. So one could be reminding Um, folks of both occasions. Um, But also we're seeing a lot of folks because of their budget needs, um, they're cutting back, you don't have as much money to spend. There's more trips being made to the store because they're buying in smaller portions when they have the money or the need versus big shopping trips, which cost quite a bit these days. So there's also the opportunity to capture these folks more, especially in that perimeter section, because that's pretty much when you walk in the store, um, no matter where you're going. Although I guess club is further back, Uh, but the grocery store in particular, you're going to capture those eyes most of the time. So seasonal varietals, you know, deals, which we see on the uptick. For both center store and perimeter, uh, there is more dealing. It's not to the level it was pre pandemic, but deals to capture their eyes. And then don't forget about this. And hey, wouldn't this taste great? And reward yourself—you've had a tough day. So I think there's a, a lot of opportunity on both fronts.
0: I agree with you, and even just buying, you know, a special baguette or something to elevate that maybe more affordable eel meal. You know, whatever that might look like. I think that's super interesting. And you know, you point out too that. In-store bakeries in particular usually are up front and they can be very attractive spaces in the store. So I don't they they could be a trip driver. To your point, they're we're going to the store more often. What a great idea to have things that lure those customers. Um I loved your notion of reminding customers about things, um, but just elevating any experience. That's fantastic. Um, all right. Well. I want to just recap a couple of the things that we've heard today. Um, that inflation is up across the store, but that both perimeter bakery and the bakery aisle are faring very well. You know, it, it might be that units might be flat or down slightly, but, um, people are still spending money and spending time buying baked goods. Um, you're definitely seeing some generational differences, which I think are super, super interesting and frankly are going to be driving assortment in the future. You know that younger people are looking for more adventurous flavors, they want to experiment, but they're also looking for that little edge of health and wellness, if you will. Celebrations are back, um, and now we're in the fall. It's a great time to talk about holiday celebrations um, that The bakery can be a great go-to destination to really fulfill the celebration. And Club, in particular, is doing very well with some of their cakes as we resume um, celebrating. So I think um, that's it. But Melissa, this is your first crack at Growth Insights Podcast. I hope you'll come back and join me again soon. Oh,
1: I would love to. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening. Please become a subscriber and let us know what you want to learn more about. We'll serve it up in a future IRI Growth Insights episode. Look for us wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to review IRI Growth Insights. Also, visit us on the web at iriworldwide.com and connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn.